Welcome to the Wind Daily Podcast for today, on July 4th. I am Scott Engel, I am the king, I am fantasy, here with my friend, uh, Matt Stryker. Matt, uh, good to be with you on this holiday, I know uh, it's never a DFS holiday for you. Dare I say that on this Independence Day, that there is no king. Around this time, there is no king. While you are exalted, my friend, I must take exception to the term, but I understand it. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to have my freedom to be able to play DFS and win some money. All right. Well, there's a king every day in fantasy, so we, we got to get, get, get a good DFS nickname for you. What's your wrestling nickname? What's your wrestling nickname? <laughs> Hey, you, guy that's going to lose, come over here and get beaten up. That was that was my best wrestling nickname. Now, nah, man, you've earned that's yours. A long uh, one. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me be a pup in the game. Let me earn mine. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, we start off with, uh, on the early slate today, uh, Eliza Hernandez against Anibal Sanchez. Uh, Anibal Sanchez is a uh, terrific start against his old team at 8,300 on DraftKings. Elijah Hernandez has not been bad himself, but uh, Anibal Sanchez has just been so good recently. It, it seems like the price is just too low for me on DraftKings. Uh, I like when names make me feel good, and sometimes I get ahead of myself. I, I hear, I hear, I say it, Eliezer Hernandez, Eliezer Hernandez. But you're a hundred percent right. So this is Sanchez filling in for Scherzer, right? I think Scherzer goes off and has his second kid. Can you imagine his wife and his intensity as he's like coaching her through birth? Uh, it would be cool though if Sanchez could strike out eighteen, but he won't. But yeah, I like Sanchez here a lot. I do not mind also Nationals bats. I would be aware, though, Hernandez has a, has a bit of a K upside, so I wouldn't get too crazy with uh, putting everything on Nationals bats. But, yeah, right off the bat, Anibel is certainly a play. Yeah, Anibel uh, has actually allowed two runs or six last seven starts, so a really good play for me. All right, uh, moving right along, we got Cleveland against Kansas City. Zach Plezak against Homer Bailey. Uh, Plezak's been very up and down, not worth the 9000 on DraftKings. Uh, we've seen some good starts from Homer Bailey here and there. Uh, this this points to me is uh, one of those Matt Stryker avoid games. <laughs> oh, here we go. See, I'm establishing a brand. Matt Stryker avoid. I am the conservative player. Keep your money close. That's the commercial. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Plesak. He got roughed up his last time out. He's young. It's going to be fun to watch him. Royals bats don't scare me, although Mondesi is back, and that may be something that this team needs uh, going into and then coming out of the break. You know, it changes the team. You mentioned Bailey. You know, he's quietly, outside of like a hiccup, I think his last go-around, he's been very effective. But you are right, uh, unless you're – Building a, you're struggling to build a decent lineup. There's no play here for me. Yeah, uh, at Toronto last time out, he allowed five earned runs in five innings. Before that, uh, he allowed just one run in three consecutive starts. So, and there were two starts last month where he allowed five earned runs. If you want to save money for bats, you know, like like Jason uh, does, uh, do you want to take a chance with Homer Bailey at 7,200 in a GPP? Ah, see, I like how you, how you added that in there. Uh, okay, maybe. Let me go down the slate and see what else there is. So I write, I have a little pad that I sit next to it. No one in the world can understand it, but I do. I would write Bailey's name down in my early lineup building process for the day. 
Yeah, because uh, I I know how our how our uh, how our boss like uh, loves to like go for cheap pitching and uh, especially you know try to stack up on bats you know but there's no cores game today so I don't know how much emphasis is going to be on it so so you know maybe maybe Bailey's a consideration. Uh, Detroit is in Chicago. Matthew Boyd has actually allowed I believe 14 earned runs in his last three starts. Is this a turnaround spot for him? 10,600 on DraftKings. I believe he would only be, uh, you know, GPP only play. And then you got Ronaldo Lopez, who's very uh, attackable, if that's a word, uh, on, the, <laughs> on, on, the, on the other side. Uh, you know, looking for some value bats there. Nico Goodrum is 4,000. Heimer Candelario is only 3,400. Maybe consider him uh, as well. Uh, you know, maybe maybe a few bats here to consider. Uh, you know, John Hicks is uh, only twenty three hundred on DraftKings. So uh, I was taught back in college, actually. So well, it didn't really apply to DFS. It was more season long, but I have applied it, and it's called bad baseball money. So this is a bad baseball game with bad baseball things. But if you look beyond that, there's little things like I wrote in a column earlier in the week, Boyd's auditioning for to maybe be traded to Houston. You know, he, he could definitely show up and do something on a singular level. Like Nick Castellanos happens to hit Lopez very well. If you're looking for a one yeah. off. So yeah, he, did his, he did his ninth home run last night, too. So it's things like that. That's called bad baseball money is where you take a, a one-off or you look at some kind of situation and you go, yeah, I'm going to throw mid-level money at it. I don't build a lineup and all my money around any part of this game. But if I'm on my, my multiple lineup, I'm on my third or fourth lineup. I'm on my third. I'm feeling good. Whatever. I throw whatever's left on something around this. Yeah, what about uh, Miguel Cabrera? He's hit 438 over the last week, and he's he's only at 3,700 uh, DraftKings. Uh, again, you're not building, you're not mortgaging your house on that, but with a little extra cash to play something fun, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially if you want to go with a stack in another game. Milwaukee's at Cincinnati. You got Brandon Woodruff against Luis Castillo. Castillo, uh, prime pick of the day from our Jared Contestable on our site with his pitching pits, picks today. But he also likes Woodruff as well. Uh, 10,000 for Castillo, 9,400 for, for Woodruff. Uh, only one of these guys can get a win here. Uh, right. who, who, who are you liking here? Or do, do these two guys cancel each other out in some sort of DFS scenario for you? See, it shows that, that you're that you're a mature player, Scott. Yeah. Because, yes, do, do either of these guys go past six, you know? Uh, or do they each go eight? Like, yeah, I think that they cancel each other out. That's the thing. And it's just it's such a thing where I pause on it and I look at it and I circle it that it's too much pining that I say, let me go see if there's something easier to put my money on. And then I, if I desperately need to, I can revisit this. But not now. No. Yeah, if I had to take one, just knowing how powerful the Milwaukee lineup is, I'd lean towards Woodruff and save the ninety-four, uh, the six hundred dollars. I uh, couldn't do that. I couldn't do that because I know that Yaziel Puig just just looms and lurks, and he can. No, there's other places to put my money. No, I'm going to get angry at you. You cannot do that. It seems as in your anger, you killed her. <laughs> Good, good. Let the hate flow through you, striker. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, the Cubs at the Pirates. Quintana uh, against Lyles. Uh, some stacking possibilities maybe in this game. Uh, the Pirates uh, have actually been the best hitting team in the majors over the last week. So Quintana's been up and down. You have uh, you know, you have some bats you, you, you might like here. Would you even consider... Maybe a pirate stack as well. You know, Corey, Corey Dickerson's only 4400 You'd have to spend up 5600 to get Josh Bell, but then maybe there's some other cheaper bats. Uh, Kevin Newman's been on fire uh, recently. He's, he's 4700 He's kind of expensive. Uh, maybe a few bats there. Jordan Lyles. Uh, you know, you, you also might want to consider the stack as well. Victor Caratini hit two home runs yesterday. Whatever he's in the lineup, you have to consider him. He's only 3,700. Kyle Schwarber is, is 4,100. Uh, Jason Hayward's 4,500, uh, as is Chris Bryant. So you have some friendly priced uh, bats in this game. Uh, David Boat's been kind of slumping recently, and he's down to 3,900, but he could break out at any second. So when a game jumps off a page with so much data and so much information, I almost become compelled to build an entire, not an entire line, but an entire feeling around the game. That's this game calling to me, and it's only because I've been so turned off to Pittsburgh, and I did not know they were going to do to Houston what they did. That's been their coming out party. They've quietly been doing it, but that's when the world went, oh, the Pirates, oh my God, Josh Bell, oh, if you drafted him, you know this and that. Uh, the pitching has just hung them out to dry. Joe Musgrove hasn't been anything. Lyles, back from an injury, okay? So there's a second start back from an injury. He threw over 100 pitches uh, in his last outing. I don't know if that's enough because his team is hot for me to do anything with him. But you mentioned on the other side, Jason Hayward. He's hitting 429 versus Lyles. And I think there could be a definite one-off there played against a hundred percent of Josh Bell stack, get Dickerson in there, get Newman in there. You touched on these guys. So I don't want to say too much more. Uh, fun fact. I think Bell's seen Quintana seven times. He's holding it off from once. So yeah, you can have fun with this one, man. Well, when a guy's only seen somebody seven times, is it really enough of a sample size for us to want to want to play him? That's kind of frowned on at DFS. No, but I said fun fact. Don't you okay. listen when I caveat things? Come on, man. Give me my give me my rope to hang myself with. Which okay. to hang all right, oh, all right. To, I can't speak just, English. Just just to note, Adam Frazier's hitting five hundred over the last week. So somebody I mentioned, and also uh, in during that same span, uh, you also have uh, Starling Marte. Uh, hitting 400 so there's two bats there you know if you want to spend up for Marte all right let's uh let's move on here and we got Minnesota and Oakland Jose Barrios uh who was named as a replacement to the all-star game to fill in for Jake Odorizzi against Tanner Anderson and this screams uh Minnesota stack here yeah I uh I smell trouble here Anderson got roughed up his last time out. He gave up seven to the to the Angels, and now he has his first start ever in Minnesota. I just this twin bats any way you want to play them. You want to play them high in the order. You want to play them in the middle. Maybe you spend down a little bit and play them down low in the order. But I think they're going to batter this guy around. Honestly, he's a rookie as an ERA over seven. So yes, and there's also a play for Berrios here. Uh, he gives them quality starts, but. I would be aware of a guy like a Matt Chapman or even a Ramon Laureano who have gotten to Berrios this season. So it's, it's, it's Barrios. 
Barrios. Jose Berrios. Barrios. Jose Berrios. Barrios. Barrios. Yeah. Okay. Jason okay, Castro's hit 417 over the last week. Uh, Arias is hitting 391 over the last week, and he's getting yeah, bats. He's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal. Uh, Nelson Cruz, build your stacking around him. 333, three home runs, seven RBIs, and Adriza uh, is hitting 300 the last week. So, you know, it's it's uh, you know, there are ways to build a twin stack without spending up for everybody. Yeah, St. Louis at Seattle. This is Waka uh, against. Uh, we'll probably see a lot of Tommy Malone. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, after an opener. Yeah, uh, and that's a good point because in a lot of uh, sites and stuff, it's TBD. That's a good point. Out. And Malone has been sneaky, to be honest with you. <laughs> it, it makes me scared. Walker's lowered his ERA by like a full run. Uh, he's given them three straight quality starts. Um, but I can't really eh, – I stay away. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing, although – you know, I could hear Jason saying, look, if you want to stack, uh, get Bats in your lineup, you know, you can go with a walk. He's only 6,100. Yo, listen, you, you, you want to mock the boss, you do it on your own. <laughs> you know, he, he, hasn't, he didn't listen last time, so. Uh, you know, <laughs> so that gives you so. free will. Gives me, gives me free will. I finally listened, and uh, you're on one-week suspension. Uh, uh, the Yankees uh, against the Rays. Uh, Jay Happ against uh, Yanni Chirinos. Uh, Yankees bats are always in play, but against Jay Happ, uh, you know, I think you got to go with some Tampa Bay bats here. Uh, Tommy Pham's 4,400, 4,500. Uh, Travis Darno, if he gets in the lineup, you know, he can hit. He's showing some signs when he's been healthy. He's only thirty six hundred dollars. William Dames has been really hot recently. He's thirty eight hundred. And uh, Joey Wendell. I don't know if you want to do lefty on lefty, but he's only thirty one hundred. Uh, I agree that Yankee bats are always in play. I don't know about how much I want to pick on Hop. I want to focus more on the fact that. Look, Toronto's has played against the Yankees three times this year. I don't know. I'm, I'm, see how I'm hesitating with everything I'm saying? This is one of those things outside like DJ LeMahieu, who's got the most success against Toronto's. I don't know. It's one of those things where I can see this being a game that disappoints me and lets me down. Okay, fine. All right, uh, let's go to Philadelphia and Atlanta, too. Uh, Mike Soroka is usually good about gets just anybody. He's only 9,000 on DraftKings, so I like that price. Zach Elfin's kind of underrated. Uh, you know, or Wes Anderson was saying uh, stack against Eflin because you look at some of the advanced statistics, but uh, I'm not willing to do it as hot as the Braves have been. There's, there, there are some guys that people just generally stack against, and it doesn't always work, especially like the best example is Jason Vargas. Everybody always says stack against him in his last dozen starts. Uh, it hasn't, it hasn't uh, worked. Three or runs or less in his last dozen starts. Stop stacking Wait against a minute. Marcus. I need to add like music, like violins playing. You have been on this Jason Vargas hill with your chest out. Just like, what? He stinks. They stink. He'll be better when off was the last time to a Cincinnati. Stack when was the last time that the stack worked against Jason Vargas? I can't tell you because I haven't personally done it, but I just I've heard this from you. Every and I'm time you. Jason Vargas starts, people DFS 
run the safe stack against him, and it hasn't worked in a dozen consecutive starts. Okay. That that doesn't mean that he's great. It just means that those other stacks have failed no, in that. It means he's, he's allowed three yard runs or less in his last dozen starts. He's been pretty good. All right, I didn't know that stat. That is impressive because if you would have maybe taken away my hatred for the team and them and you would have told me that was anyone else, I'd say that's impressive. But I think I stumbled on something and we're off track here. But he gets traded, by the way, and he will not be a, a Met and the Mets will fail and you will suffer. Listen, hey, if you argue with me about this, I'll knock you the F, bro, F out, bro, okay? Whoa, whoa, you took it there? Oh, no. Okay. Um, I'll no, that was, that was, that was right, my guy. That was my Vargas impression. That's what he said to the reporter. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I was Tim Heaney, and, and I said this too, dude. I think I said it to Jay, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but, yo, I'll fight Jason Vargas. Like, I'm not afraid. I'll go into that locker room, and I'll ask a question for Win Daily DFS. I won't be out of line, and whatever it is, I understand as an athlete and a competitor. So maybe there's a different line of questioning that comes from me that would come from a reporter. But if he stepped to me like that, I'd say, all right, man, let's go outside. We're in front of people. You can't say that. And let him swing, and we're on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I know a reporter, Wallace Matthews, for Yahoo Sports. And yeah. somebody asked him on Twitter. They said, uh, did, you, did, it, did the player ever try to fight you? And he said, Kenny Lofton did. I said, I told somebody, hold my notebook. And they broke it up. Wow. <laughs> uh, right. that, that's, that's a second. I mean, that, that is a primary source, but let's let, we don't know if we can authenticate that account. I can. I know Wally pretty well. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia is Atlanta, so uh, I like Soroka against whoever he goes against. You know, I'm going to lock him in in a tournament. Uh, but I'm not so hot on stacking against Elfins. I could see it in, in a GPP. These Braves bats are so hot, but you got to pay 5000 for Freddie Freeman. Uh, you know, some, some of these guys are going to be pricey. Ozzy Albies is only 4200 What do you think here in this game? So on, on one side... Soraka's the man. Like, I love him. He comes in with a Greg Maddox-like ERA of just over two. But that Phillies lineup is volatile. So I agree that it's really not one for me to pick on stack-wise. On the other side, though, man, like just a little one-off, Josh Donaldson has good career numbers against Eflin. So there could be a – well, say these one-offs, you pair like a Josh Donaldson with a, uh, making it up, a Nick Castellanos or whatever. That all of a sudden you've built something, and you could see where they are in the lineup too, and kind of just do this, you know, distance stack, so to speak, and then go ahead and build from there. So those are some of the names and things that I like here. Yeah, but Donaldson's only got six play appearances against him. I mean, I like the fact he's four thousand dollars, but can you really base it on a, you know, on a four for six? No, but on a DFS kind of thing, my, my tendency, if I'm throwing a one-off and he's like my, you know, a guy that I fill in, then, then yeah, I'll take that. Over yeah, 4000 is a nice, nice, nice price. So, yeah, uh, the Red Sox are at Toronto. Uh, Marcus Stroman, who I really don't feel is an all-star with no disrespect to him. Uh, he, he's in the game and uh, against Hector Velasquez. So you, you might, you might like some bats today, uh, you know, in our hitting rundown. Uh, today on, on Win Daily, Justin Smoke just came off the DL. He's only thirty nine hundred. He gives you the split. You got Freddie Galvis is only only four thousand as well. Uh, you know, there's there's two guys right there. Yeah, and uh, Galvis is hot too. But uh, so here's the question that that I have, and I, I'd like, I guess, it's answered. But I don't know how healthy Stroman really is. If he's supposed to be, 
Uh, Boston feels like they're starting to find themselves. So uh, a guy I follow on Twitter is Jared Carabas. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but it's like Section 9 or Section 10. Pod. They're a huge Red Sox fan, and they're just so like let down because this team is underperforming. As a DFS and as a fantasy player, I'm waiting for the nuggets of that team to, to bud. You know, I'm ready to smoke them. I am. And if people want to sell low, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Velasquez. He has to give them innings. If he doesn't, you get to that bullpen. So I've been doing Vlad stacks with Kevin Biggio. Lordy is playing out of his mind. I think he has seven home runs over the last 14 days. He also struck out 16 times in that time span. There's a lot to do here, 100%. How about this guy? He sounds like a wrestler, and he's only 3,600. He gives you a platoon split. Rowdy Tellis uh, 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 hits hit safely in three consecutive games that can always go yard. What do you think of that call? Yeah, yeah. Rowdy Telez. Danny Jansen even has been, been – uh, Danny Jansen along with Rowdy Telez could be something. He's been a sneaky value at his position. There is There are a lot of little nuggets here that you can play, especially if, if the Red Sox uh, opener, so to speak, doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to uh, Los Angeles and Texas. Uh, Griffin Canning is going against Lance Land, who has just been incredible recently. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Blue Jay, the uh, Angels have been better, but do you like Lynn here at 9,500? Uh, I like I like the price for the kind of pitcher he's, he's been recently. I, I would pitch him against anybody. Yeah, you have to get away from your preconceived notions, especially in DFS. Lynn's been good. His fastball's been good. He's certainly someone that you can grab for value depending on how he is priced. I also, and this is, you're going to laugh. Look, guys like Jonathan Lucroy and Shohei Otani, they profile well versus Lynn. And it's going to be hard to stack those two just because they're so far apart in the lineup. One hits like third, the other hits what eighth. But um, when's the last time you had a lineup with Jonathan Lucroy in it? Uh, <laughs> you know, let's like see, think about 2012, it. maybe? Okay, so what if you did a Lucroy Fletcher Calhoun stack against a fastball pitcher in the heat? What if you went the other way? Do you see any value in something like that? It's contrarian, but just the way Lynn is pitching, I don't like it. What about going against Canning, you know, with, with, with some of these Texas bats? Since you choose 4,600, Joey Gallo, you'd have to spend up 4,700. No, no more is 45. Ronald Guzman is maybe you know, something of a bargain at 35. Yeah, there's a lot of bats that are starting to emerge on a lot of teams. When we were talking about the Pittsburgh-Chicago game, and now we're talking about this one, uh, we're basically naming the entire lineups going each way. Uh, I do like a lot of what Texas has to offer. I just don't know as far as the emotional factor goes. Is this, again, the thing, and I don't want to in any way minimize it. Does Canning go out and write Skaggs' number on the mound and throw eight and two-thirds of near-perfect ball, and it's a thing? I don't know. I can't mix logic and emotion. That's why I fight with my girl all the time, because I will always go with logic. And sometimes emotion is valid. It gets in the way. I'd rather try to build a Trout Otani someone stack and then find value pitching in one of the other games than try to really do anything else here. San Diego's at Los Angeles to finish out the slate here. We got Danilison Lamet against Ryu. Uh, you know, Ryu is obviously 
uh, you know, worth the 11100 but then you'll have to go with some cheaper bats. Danilis and Lamette is uh, somebody you want to get some of those Dodger bats in there. against Cody Bellinger hit two home runs last night, but he's 5600 Uh You can get Alex Verdugo for only 4300 uh, Chris Taylor for 4400 You know, not super bargains, but uh, it's not going to be easy to get to put a Dodger stack together price-wise. Well, uh, I, I wouldn't be that chalky about it. Uh, didn't uh, pay upside. He really does. So I would be concerned if I'm going to be paying up for uh, Cody Bellinger, for instance, when I could try to find value somewhere else in some of the other million names we've said in this uh, this voyage. Ryu goes, I think he's going to definitely, he could do stuff to this Padre lineup. They rank fourth in strikeouts in all of baseball. So I think Ryu is the chalky way to go more than so the Dodger bats. There's bats elsewhere. And other than that, I love Fran Mil Reyes and my birthday was a week ago and no one loves me. No one got me anything. I'm guilting the world into it. Get me a Fran Mil Reyes t-shirt, somebody, a listener somewhere. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's Federal Express fast line of talking. I just didn't follow it. Okay. <laughs> Favorite stacks today: uh, Twins, and uh, who else do you like? Uh, there's a twin stack. There's definitely things to be found in the Philadelphia and Cub game. Uh, beyond that, I'm going to also. I mean, I'm looking back at my notes here. There's a, there's a lot of Toronto and Boston. There's a lot of one-offs that I can build as as distance stacks. You know, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia, uh, the, the Cubs and the Twins. Uh, who is your your preferred pitchers? I mean, R- Ryu is is probably the the you know the most chalky guy, but I, I'm really liking Lance Lynn tonight as well. Uh, and, I like and, an, and Soroka, of course. I like an Anibal Sanchez. Yeah, uh, Anibal's my best value. Yeah. I also want to keep an eye on uh, how that A's lineup is going to come out and we find out if, where or how if Chapman and Loriano in the game, if they are, I still would kind of maybe see Barrios as a guy that you could, you could maybe hang some money on with a stapler because he's a hardcore wrestler. And there, yeah, 100 and Ryu. You go to the Cork and Hall and you do your thing there too. Okay. Uh, what was that? Were you have a fan recognizing you or something while you're doing this broadcast? All the uh, I don't know. I don't know. I heard, I heard beeping, and I thought maybe it was like the U.S. scored a goal, but that can't be because I'm buying nothing. Someone's no. alarm was going off. All right. And that's always, not till Sunday. Always fun with Matt Stryker. Uh, make sure you look forward to his article, Strike for the Cash, all the time on uh, on Win Daily. And don't forget to get our premium gold package uh, with all our wagering picks. Our guys have been absolutely killing it. Uh, John and Capper Steve. I've been doing so well, and you can uh, get more from them in our Slack chat room where you can speak to our expert uh, one-on-one all the time. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott Engel, for Matt Stryker, and we'll see you soon.